The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the dashing duo, Derek and myself, Mike. And, you know, we we teased it that we were working on getting a guest for tonight. Did not happen. <laughs> it did not happen. But we were so close to getting get Gates McFadden. Um, now, I'm not going to say it's a challenge to get her on the show, because it's not. Uh, we understand she's busy between what she's doing from, you know, show-wise for Nacelle Company. Um, and for what she's doing for Nacelle Company with her own podcast, which one of the reasons why I want to bring her on the, on the show was to talk about her new show and her podcast and, you know, where it was going and what guests she was looking to bring, et cetera. Um, we'll eventually get her on. It's just right now stars aren't in, stars are not in the right alignment and it's okay. I mean, we, we get it. We understand. So, um, it'll happen. It'll be fun when it does. And it'll be a blast. Yes, it will. You just sent something in the chat, or did it just finally come, or just finally went through? What? It's like I just got a blurb showing that the image that I sent you pre-show, I guess, finished downloading to you or uploading, whatever. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I saw it when you sent it. <laughs> I don't understand why Skype does what it does. I just know it's more stable for us to use than Zoom. It works better with our our uh, our tech that we use, which I don't know if we've talked about it, but I know we talked about it on Wookie Radio. I've talked about it on Mighty Marvel Geeks. Have we talked about the fact that we have new microphones? I'm not sure. We have new microphones. Uh, we've been using them for a couple of weeks now and absolutely love them. Yes, indeed. Still got to get that, uh, that flat EQ track from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we can dial, dial that in a bit more. But you know, right now, Chris is still recording from his place when you guys get together. Yep. Is is that look like that's going to be the way the way of the future for you guys? Are you guys hoping to get back face to face? I'm not sure. We haven't actually discussed it yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I will tell you, if this is the way y'all end up going, staying remote like how we do it i say mm. maybe it'd be worth chris looking into getting the uh the 1300 like what ken uses oh yeah to beef up 
Because I don't know what he's using now. Is he using a cell phone? No, he's using my old uh, USB mic. Oh, okay. The uh, the old 37? Yeah. Still a great mic. Still a great mic. Yep. So, yeah. Very cool. Man's got some chops. Love listening to you guys. <laughs> and I don't listen to you oh, guys. I don't, I don't listen to you guys just while I'm mowing the lawn. <laughs> but lawn mowing helps. <laughs> um, sure, sure. I definitely listen to podcasts while I mow the lawn. When I painted my grass to get rid of dead spots, I was <laughs> listening to you guys. That was a couple hours. So I got I got caught up on quite a few episodes. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, just uh, just two old friends having some fun. Yeah, and hey, we're not as old friends as you, you and Chris, but now we got a history together too, which can't wait for you to finally meet you in person at some point. Now that the park- Someday. <laughs> well, they're saying down here, uh, starting June 15th, um, for Disney, masks are optional if you're fully vaccinated, quote unquote. Oh, wow. <laughs> Obviously, they're not going to require proof. Uh, but masks are going to be. Yes, that's that's what kills me. They've done that here with a lot of things. Oh, masks are optional if you're vaccinated. Well, well, how do you know who's vaccinated and who's not? It's called honor system. And believe me, there's not much honor there. Yeah, man. <laughs> Which in many ways I don't blame, but because it's just getting old. But I, I do get, you know, you got to you got to bear some responsibility. Um, anyway. Right. Starting June fifteenth, uh, which is Melissa and I's wedding anniversary, twenty five years. Um, Very nice. Well, thank you. Masks gonna be optional, except for Disney transportation, be it monorail, the Skyliner, or buses. I'm gonna assume that's gonna yep. also include the boats going back and forth at Magic Kingdom, or to from parking to Magic Kingdom and back and the boats going back and forth to the resorts or the boats within Epcot, the friendship boats that take you from one side of the park to the other. I'm sure the mask will be required on those as well, which, okay. But starting the 15th, no more inside the buildings, no more outside, no more key lines. But hey, as a cast member, I still have to wear a mask. <laughs> How's that? I know how you feel. I, uh, I work in a hospital, so hospital setting so i still have to wear my mask as well now are you allowed to are you allowed to take it off in your office if you're by yourself mm, i don't know that's a good question because <laughs> we've always had the rule here if you were in an office if you had an office you could take it off until someone came into your office then you had to put it on mm. maybe something to look into give you a breather yeah yeah unfortunately though i'm not usually alone too often <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's your problem. <laughs> uh, check out the homepage, WeBeGeeks.net. Um, support our affiliates on the right-hand side. Uh, hero, uh, Biddy Boomers, use code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for 15% off your purchase. And you can get, and if you decide two, two days after you make your purchase, you want to make another purchase, code's still good. It's not a one-time code. It's a anytime code. Uh, also, to check out our T Public and our normal web store, I am going to um, thin out the merchandise on our normal web web store. It is a little, little much. I got overwhelmed last time I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, we need to pull this back. <laughs> I mean, some great product. Um, which this is Mighty Marvel Geeks hat there. Oh, nice! It's stretch fit. 
it, it's a new era. They're 39.30. It's their stretch. Um, I do have this for Weeby Geeks as well, where it's just the word mark, where it's stacked. Blue on the underside, blue button on top, like a royal blue. But it's a gray hat with the logo. Don't know if you're into hats or stretch fit hats. This hat at the moment is not on. It was on the store, but it's got taken down. I'm getting that re-added. <laughs> Maybe. May just leave it for us hosts only. This may be the host hat. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to leave it as the host hat. So we have our own special hats. So if you want one for, and, and Wookiee Radio is the same same color, but yellow under the under the brim and the yellow button on top. So if you're in, so if you're into hats and you're interested in those, let me know. I'll get with the our supplier and I'll have him send you uh, the invoices for. Them. So, um, but yeah, uh, superhero stuff. I mean, they got some great products. Uh, I bought from them in the past. Um, probably will be buying from them in the future again. Um, they have their hero boxes, which are amazing boxes. Um, it's been a while because they, when they went through, they were the original owners had sold them. The new owners had to get back up to speed. And I think they just brought back the hero boxes recently. Um, but still same quality as where they were left off at. So, uh, speaking, very cool. Speaking of companies that just bought stuff, our friends over at Nacelle company, uh, if you don't know who they are, they are the ones behind uh, the toys that made us, the movies that made us. Uh, Kevin Hart's Guide to Black History, Down to Earth with Zac Efron, um, the upcoming Behind the Attraction for Disney Plus, CW's Discontinued. Oh, yeah. The Behind the Attractions looks amazing. Or Behind the Attraction. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Um, I was hoping they were the ones behind uh, prop culture because that that's felt like one of their type shows. Oh yeah, but they were they were not. Um, well, I guess they can't do everything. No. Uh, let's see what other shows are listed. Uh, they did the Mad About You reboot. Um, huh. All the way black for BET Plus. Uh, History's Grant Grant and Center Seat Fifty Five Years of Star Trek, uh, which we had Brian on to talk about that. Um, yep. So the they just they do a lot of stuff. Yeah, plus all the podcasts like Gates McFadden's podcast. Uh, I think there's one or two others. Um, but apparently, they have acquired the rights to the 1980s hit property. RoboForce from Toy Toyfinity <laughs> and said it's commissioned a script and plans to start producing toys, books, and branded merchandise in late 2021 and premiere a TV series in mid 2022. Wow, they're not wasting time on this. Now, yeah, I'm gonna, okay. now, I'm to, now I'm gonna have to go find the old RoboForce show. I know I watched it. I know I watched it. I don't know if I did. I just don't remember it. That, that's the sad part. I don't remember it. But then again, I watch droids and I don't remember half of it. And I watched Ewoks and I don't remember half of that either. <laughs> Is that sad? Okay. <laughs> Robo Force. Actually, I do vaguely remember this now. Do you? I, I do. I want to send you the link to an episode that I found on YouTube. See, we, we tangent all the time. And even as I'm doing stories, I'm still looking up other things. 
just because yeah. it pops up. But I, I re- okay, I'm seeing this and I vaguely remember it now. I, I vaguely remember. I wish I knew when exactly this came out because I wonder how much of this was potentially inspired by uh, Lookwise from Black Hole. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember this one. I missed it somehow. I, I don't think it was on my my permanent rotation, but I, I believe I watched this when either something prevented a show I usually watched from airing or if it was in a repeat, I would switch over to this. Mm. <clears throat> so this, this was this was high on my backup list, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen it. And I remember the toys, but I never got the toys. Anyway, so RoboForce, you know, at this point in time, how many episodes came out for this? Let's, let's pull that up too, shall we? <laughs> uh, the toy line was created by Ideal Toy Company in 1994. Or 84, I'm sorry. Yeah, showing from the 80s, and I say 1994. <laughs> um, so the cartoon... Uh, it was a one-shot special called RoboForce, The Revenge of NASCAR. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why, I think that's what I watched, was the one-shot. Mm. So the cast for the for the show back then, Michael Bell, uh, Roger Bompas, who is, ne- which we know him from Squidward on Spongebob. Oh. Mm-hmm. Michael Bell has done roles in G.I. Joe and uh, Transformers. Arthur hmm, Burgart, um, also, uh, he was the deep voice behind Devastator, Destro, and Stalker and Iceberg in G.I. Joe. Oh, cool. Peter Cullen was in this. Ooh. Uh, Ronald Aaron Feinberg. David Mendelhall. Um, Robert Ridgely, Neil Ross. No way. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> I actually didn't. Too bad we didn't that. know that when we would talk to him. That yeah. would have been interesting to bring that up. See if you remember that one. <laughs> um, John Stevenson, B.J. Ward, and Alan Young. And I guess Alan Young was uh, one of the voices behind Scrooge McDuck. Hmm. Um. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So now we're going to get some new shows. Um, I guess the question is going to be seeing some of the pictures of what the droids were. Do we leave the droids as as is or do we potentially look for a, a modern uh, update? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm on Toyfinity's site. Uh, I'll bet there's a way to update them, but still keep keep the essence the. Uh, yeah, there must be some way to Here, do that. Here's Toyfinity's website. Take you right to RoboForce. I I don't mind the look. And I think this current look where they have the tracks on the bottom mm-hmm. is a lot better than what the original cartoon was, where it just looks like look like a bunch of R1s that were just floating around. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm down with this. I can't wait to see what Brian does. Uh, to finish off... Um, Brian Volkweiss uh, says acquiring RoboForce is a significant step forward for our company and want to and we want to be respectful of its past while making sure the characters and storylines are exciting to people who aren't old like me. Love that. <laughs> so um, he told Deadline he's a 
He's a big far. I absolutely watched it at the time, and that's where I fell in love with Wrecker in particular. Um, the deal, the RoboForce deal, is Nacelle pushing into producing from IP and comes from several months after the company bought Michael Goodman in-house or brought Michael Goodman in-house as VP of Management and Development in April to specialize in packaging intellectual properties for development. Hmm. Um, Goodman previously ran a boutique licensing agency, uh, MLGPC, that's represented toy designers, authors, illustrators, and other creatives in packaging and licensing for their IP. Um, Brian said more IP deals are coming, likely two more in the next few months. Oh, cool. That's awesome. So I can't wait to see what else. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so going back to the behind the attraction, this is going to premiere um, July 16th, 10 episodes. Excellent. These are the following episodes. Jungle Cruise. And Dwayne Johnson hmm. will appear in this episode where he discusses his childhood memories of the attraction and probably how it's going to relate to hmm. um, to the movie. Cool. Haunted Mansion. Ooh. Which, if you did not know, Haunted Mansion is everywhere except Hong Kong and Disneyland Paris. Disneyland hmm. Paris calls it Phantom Manor, and Hong Kong hmm. calls uh, Hong Kong Disneyland calls it Mystic Manor. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, episode three. I guess all these are going to be dropping the same day on July 16th. Instead of one a week. Yeah. That's how they usually do it. Yeah. Unless it's Bad Batch or Mighty Ducks or Loki or. <laughs> right. Um, so number three is going to be Star Tours. Well, go ahead. I was going to say. Uh, oh, never mind. Okay. So number three is Star Tours. And if you remember, we had Mark on, a uh, former Imagineer who was one of the Imagineers on Star Tours. So I wonder if, mm-hmm. I wonder if he's going to have Mark on for this. Uh, but oh, it's, also, it's also going to talk about how this inspired Imagineers to build Galaxy's Edge. I don't think so. I think really? by... I think buying or mer- the the sell from Lucas to Disney of Lucasfilm and Star Wars is what inspired Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> In all honesty, but I almost sure if you want to get technical, I almost wish though for both California and for Florida, Star Tours was connected to Batu in some way, so you could go on the ride, and when you come off, if you if you're saying you're going to Galaxy's Edge, there's there's one set of rides that has the finale where you come off where you where the last because the way it's set up, you leave the you leave the the port the the starport. From there, you go to uh, you have your encounter with the Empire or with Vader of some sort, either Vader or, or Fett. You have your escape. You go to your first planet location. Go through everything there. Break off. Have your run in with either Yoda or um, or Princess Leia, maybe someone else. I don't remember. And then you go to your second planet, go through whatever adventure you go on there. Like with Kashyyyk, you go through, fly through, and a Wookiee actually, you, you, you quote unquote, run over a Wookiee. A Wookiee fluts, swinging on a, <laughs> a vine and crashes into the, the front windshield of the, the shuttle. It's quite entertaining. Um. <laughs> A Wookiee, like a fly on a windshield. Um, and then from there, you, you hit your final docking, and then you get off the ride. 
well, if you're going to Galaxy's Edge, there should have been one where you're always going to get the shuttle that takes you to Galaxy's Edge for your finale. Rotate through the other openings. And when you get off, you go a different direction and you exit. Since you've landed on Batu, you exit another entrance into Galaxy's Edge. That's what they could have done. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. But they didn't. <laughs> um, episode four, the Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror. And they will also talk about the how California's Tower of Terror has been reimagined to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Mm. Number five, cool. the castles. Which the, the castles for any uh-huh. park is that, for any of the main parks, is that key. How do you orient yourself? Where are you in the park? Where's the castle? Uh, with Epcot, right. where are you in the park? Well, where are you in relationship to Spaceship Earth? Mm-hmm. Um, Animal Kingdom, where are you in comparison to Tree of Life? Studios right, right. now, I would say it's almost Tower of Terror. Where are you in comparison to Tower of Terror? Mm. Um, number six, Disneyland Hotel out in California, huh. which almost didn't happen. Really? Yep. Well, to wait mm. to see. Uh, number eight or number seven, and uh, we're going to Magic Kingdom on Monday, mm. and we're going to see about getting Zoe on it for the first time. Space Mountain. Oh, nice. And down here, right behind Space Mountain, will be uh, the Tron Light Cycle Power Run, which is what they already have um, in Shanghai, and we're getting it here. Mm. Uh, number awesome. eight. One of the attractions that really began it all, or, or really ramped up the game for Disney, it's a small world. Yeah. First shown at the New York World's Fair. You know, they don't do World's Fairs anymore. Yeah. I would love to see World's Fair come back. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Um, but this was one of one of three attractions. It was one of four attractions that were supposed to appear at the World's Fair. Three of them did. It's a small world, an evening with Mr. Lincoln, and uh, Carousel Progress. Right now, the only Carousel Progress still wow. running is here in Florida. It's still running. It's still running. Not not continue. Not every day, but it's used um, a lot of times during the summer to help with uh, because it's a ride that helps pull guests off the out of the park into a building to help ease up congestion. Mm-hmm. Um. The fourth was called, that uh, was supposed to be something similar to like a Ripley's, believe it or not. And that's what inspired the first Disney Kingdoms comic from Marvel called Secrets of the Weird. Hmm. Was this Museum of Oddities. Interesting. Uh, episode nine is going to be Trains, Trams, and Monorails. Yeah. And then number episode 10. Um, really? It's only available here? I thought California had it as well. Um, Hall of Presidents. Oh. Which I don't know if they truly ever fixed. I, I know this is going to sound wrong. Ever truly fixed the Trump animatronic. I haven't seen it. And right now, I think it's down because <laughs> of uh, it, it closed. It was announced. It was temporarily closed for a refurbishment uh, back in January 19th of this year because of... I'm getting ready to add Joe Biden to it. Oh, so uh, in the in the in the past, um, your cast is uh, narr- you have a narrator who, when the ri- attraction opened in 1971, really this is it's Magic Kingdom only. Wow. Then what do they have? What do they have in California? 
Maybe it's just Lincoln. I don't. I don't know. Um, the cast is you have your narrator, uh, which seventy one to ninety three was Lawrence Dobkin. Um, and then Maya Angelou was narrator from ninety three to two thousand one. J D Hall from two thousand one uh-huh. to two thousand nine. 2009 to 2017, Morgan Freeman. Why didn't you just leave him? Uh, and, yeah, really. And currently is Joy Vandervoort Cobb. Um, then you have okay. George Washington speaks. Uh, originally, it's Paul Fries. And then I guess he didn't speak. And now it's David Morse. Hmm. Uh, ben Franklin spoke in the original uh, with, uh, again, voiced by Lower Lawrence Dobkin. Paul Fries voiced Thomas Mifflin. Um, Andrew Jackson was done by Dallas McKeenan. Stephen A. Douglas was done by Paul Fries. And then Abraham Lincoln, uh, originally done by Royal Dano uh, from 7193. Then uh, from 93 to 2009 was Peter Renaday. And one of his major roles was playing uh, Master Splinter in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, from 2009-2017 was uh, Royal Dano. And then currently it's J.V. Martin. Hmm. And starting in 1993, and it's been every president since... Bill Clinton, followed by George Bush, followed by Barack Obama, then followed by Donald Trump, all have had remarks recorded for the Hall of Presidents. Oh, right. So, um, and so here's the interesting thing about the Trump administration with uh, the attraction closed on January 17th, 2017 for refurbishment and the addition of President Trump as a new uh, audio animatronic figure. Now, there was some speculation that everyone thought Hillary was going to win. So the initial face for the animatronic was Hillary. And, it, and when she lost, they kept the face, added more of his orangish tinge and then his hair to it. <laughs> So I don't know what would be worse. The fact that it doesn't look like it, it kind of looks like Trump or it's a Hillary re <laughs> changed into Trump. What would hurt more? Hmm. Um, I'm not sure. So it re- but it's amusing. It reopened on December 19th, 2017, after many delays. After the roll call of past presidents, Washington gives a speech followed by Trump reciting the oath of office and his own short speech. Uh, Finales uh, were added along. I seen that right. Yeah, finales were added along the length of the guardrail that separates the front row of the audience from the stage, and security guards were stationed at each exit of the theater as a precaution for possible protesting due to many controversies surrounding Trump's presidency. The Trump administration incarnation is the shortest one of the attraction's history, having been in place less than four years. Well, realistically, Trump's the first president since Clinton It's only served Four year, one term. Yeah. Clinton was two. Um, yep. Bush was f- two terms. Barack was two terms. So, yeah. Didn't, I never thought about that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm excited to see behind the, now I'm excited to see RoboForce and the behind the, uh, <laughs> behind the attraction. When, uh, when does that come out? July 16th. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> forward to that. 
I don't know if there's any teasers to it or not. I hope there is. Now, talking about teasers, uh, Netflix gave us a great teaser with the music of uh, We Need a Hero from Footloose, uh, which works for this teaser. Tra- uh, of course, it's a teaser trailer from the showrunner Kevin Smith. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, this will premiere on July 23rd with a five-part first season that follows the aftermath of the cataclysmic battle that leaves Eternia fractured and finds the Guardians of Grayskull scattered. If you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> talking about Masters of the Universe now. Revelation. I'm very much looking forward to that one. This is going to be a direct continuation of the Filmation animated series and Mattel toy line from the 80s. Mm. I love the updated looks. Orko looks amazing. Yeah, I know. I want I want an Orko figure. So um, there are also plans for Revelations, the Masters of the Universe Revelation after show. The 25-minute episode will stream alongside the premiere of Revelation on July 23rd. And it's described as a talk show in celebration of all things Masters of the Universe Revelation. Hosted by the keepers of the Secrets of Grayskull, showrunner and executive producer Kevin Smith, uh, executive producer and vice president, content creative Mattel Television, Rob David, and actress Tiffany Smith. Um, members of the Revelation voice cast, including Mark Hamill, Chris Wood, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Lena Hetty, Tiffany Smith, Henry Rollins, Griffin Newman, Jason Mewes, and Alan Oppenheimer, the original Skeletor, are slated to appear. Cool. I'm I'm excited for this. Yeah, I can't wait. And of course, there will be new toys coming out involved with this too. Yeah. There's already been some new, and they're pretty sweet looking. Uh, yeah. The uh, now they've re-released the Masters of the Universe original set. Those are out now, right? Yeah, they're, they're if you can find they're, them. they're not they're not like the original originals. They're they're updated originals with more um, articulation and such. But it's still loosely, but loosely based on the original sculpts. Yes, which look great. These new ones, the Masterverse action figures, do not look like the originals and look so much better. Oh yeah. Um. Apparently, Mattel is releasing the Masterverse collection on June fifteenth. Nice. Um. These are gonna be seven inch figures. Mm. I would. I would rock Skeletor. Yeah. I really will. <laughs> I, I would have fun displaying that one. Yeah. So, um, Jurassic Park. Can you believe it? It came out, what, 20, I was 86 when that came out? 35 years ago? Really? Possibly? No. No, that came out in the 90s, didn't it? 93. Like early 90s? 90, maybe 93? Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Actually, as we're recording, 20, 28 years ago today. Yep. June 11th. Can you, June 11th, 1993. Man. Love that movie. Great movie. Well, apparently. It's a classic. I wasn't a big fan of the second one. Nope. Third one was great. Or the third one. I actually enjoyed I the, third like one. the third one. 
I, I thought it was better and bringing it back closer to what the second book was. It, it, Sam Neill's character is what made it for me. Mm. I mean, Goldblum's character was great, but the second film was not not right for his character. Yeah. So, love Jurassic World. Love Jurassic World 2. I'm actually excited about Jurassic World 3. Uh, they were okay. I was... Jurassic World wasn't bad. Jurassic World 2. Eh. But like the first franchise, which Jurassic World is the reboot, but still continuation, sort of sort of like Star Wars. Prequels were kind of a reboot, but still continuation. Sequels were kind of a reboot, but continuation for Jurassic World or for the Jurassic series or Jurassic franchise. Second film tends to be the weakest story. Mm-hmm. Let's see how this one picks up. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, there's f- a new trailer out, and it shows footage, footage travels 65 million years into the past. And I guess apparently moviegoers who go catch F9, can't believe I said F9, uh, in IMAX later this month will get a special bonus of a um, first look at footage from two. 2022's Jurassic World Dominion. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, this looks pretty pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, I I can't wait to see this footage myself. So I I'm kind of excited. Now, I know two people who will not be excited. I don't know how your wife feels about this. Um, NBC is pulling the plug on after two seasons on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. My wife has never watched it. Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> uh, so despite the critical acclaim and decade of following online, uh, season two has had its finale and it will be no more. Now, there were reports that NBC Universal were going to possibly move the series over to Peacock for a third and final season. Well, that's not happening either. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all There was plans to move the show to Peacock in order in order to film eight more episodes and wrap up the story of the show. However, talks apparently broke down this past week and plans were axed. That means the show's really over and season and the season two finale is how will serve as the series finale. So, uh, one of the, any idea why, um, the second season was averaging just 1.8 million viewers in a 0.35 demo rating, making it one of the lowest rated dramas. Wow. Yeah. This, this is all coming from comicbook.com. Um, one of the, uh, one of the unfortunate things is the season ended on a bit of a cliffhanger. Oh no. Sheldon Cooper's won't be happy. <laughs> so, yep. Canceled. Gone. I'm afraid to tell Zoe and Melissa tomorrow. <laughs> um, Good luck with that. Now, is it too early to be thinking about Christmas? Nah. Good. Because Hero Collector is launching a loaded Borg Cube advent calendar. Ooh. Uh, it's designed in the shape of the ominous and iconic Borg Cube. The calendar is, is about to burst with 24 Star Trek themed items. Um, hmm. Now, while resisting the urge to open this calendar all at once may be futile, fans should try and be strong. It's meant to be open one day at a time. <laughs> uh, so, 
Let me find my drop that I need to find, which I can't find. I need to find. There we go. Spoiler alert. God, that's so old. <laughs> One more time. This is Zoe, once a seven, eight years ago. Spoiler alert. Wow. Um, inside finds will, inside fans will find collectibles, including Enterprise D socks, espresso cup commemorating the first warp flight in human history, um, a coaster set inspired by the console screens from the original series and more. All these collectibles are exclusive to this box. So buyers don't need to worry about getting repeat merchandise to add to their collection. Calendar is designed for fanatics in mind, so each gift is wrapped in branded tissue paper and paired with a note detailing facts and trivia related to the item. Uh, once 24 That's days cool. have passed, fans could use the board cube as a unique storage unit or a display or display it in a Star Trek mem- memorabilia collection. It will be available in September, or you can pre-order it now at HeroCollector.com forward slash Advent. Want to take a guess how much this is going to cost? Well, I just looked at the price, so I cheated. A hundred and forty bucks. But I'm on the Hero Collector's website, and they have shot by brand Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Space 1999, the Or Orville, which isn't that supposed to be coming back with another episode soon or another season for Hulu? Yes. Uh, Marvel, WWE, Doctor Who, DC. Rick and Morty, Aliens versus Predator, Ghostbusters, Wizarding World, um, or The Rings and The Walking Dead. So, oh, Space 1999 has got the Eagle One transporter, and the issue two is Eagle One with the booster pods. Oh, I need to watch that show again. Battlestar Galactica, they have both the 1978, 19, uh, the 2004, and the Blood and Chrome YouTube release. Oh, wow. If you haven't watched Blood and Chrome, I highly recommend it. It takes place uh, right after Adama um, graduates from the Academy. Uh, the Ghostbusters set's pretty decent. Or their collection for Ghostbusters pretty decent. Yeah, no. Now check out Marvel. Oh, they're the ones behind the chess set, the new upcoming chess set. Oh. So now I'm curious about the Orville. When is it coming? I think it's really soon. I hope it's really soon. Yeah, me too. It, it's most likely going to be the final season. Yeah, unfortunately. Part, which is the sad part. Yeah. Um, so season three, October of 2021 on Hulu. October? October. I, I thought it was sooner than that. Nope. <laughs> October on Hulu. It will have 11 episodes, and will, and each one will run about 12 to 15 minutes long. <clears throat> Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I don't... No. Really? That's just too short. I'm sorry. Mm. So, um, something that we're not, I don't feel we're sorry about. Super 7 is relaunching the 1980 Silverhawks franchise. Yeah, I saw that. And these look awesome. Yeah. So there's Buzzsaw, Steelheart, Quicksilver, for sure, being released. Fifth, uh, Quicksilver, Steelheart, and Buzzsaw will be priced at fifty-five bucks each, while the eleven-inch Monstar will be eighty-five bucks. Wow! Yeah, I'm excited. I, I like the new look. Bit pricey, <laughs> a little bit. Now I'm gonna let you take this new this next one from Funko because you got real excited about this before show. <laughs> I did indeed, and we. 
And it's funny. Saw them. So, and it's funny. We have talked about this with Cisco and Bandai for a oh, yeah. anime for this is this is one that'd be great for anime heroes classic edition. Yeah. Um, so Funko is releasing so far. There's only three of them. Uh, some Funko Pops for the series, the old series from the seventies, Gotcha Man, which is known also known here in the states as Battle of the Planets. Yeah. Um, which is that was always one of my favorites when I was a kid. I, uh, I watched it, and then and either before or after it was Space Battleship Yamamoto. Yeah. And I, th- and I thought they were both the same so this series. Way, the first, <laughs> the first, this first wave will include Ken Washio, Joe Asakura, and June. And uh, they look really awesome. I really, yeah. I w- I'm definitely getting these. They're so cool. And see, I was, I also knew them as, I knew them originally as the other name, nickname they had. That was G-Force. Yes, yes G-Force, right. So I, I always knew them as G-Force because I think that's how it was originally pitched when I was first introduced, um, either in Ohio or Michigan, when I visit grandparents. Because uh, mm. a lot of times that's when I saw it is when I live closer to the, because where I lived in Kentucky, they weren't as popular but once i got to arkansas i got to see them more uh especially with i want to say tbs showed it hmm. a lot if i remember could be i don't we're we're, we're trying to recall childhood memories yeah good luck to me right uh-huh. um <laughs> but i also remember as a as a fan of ultraman i also remember there was okay. a sh- they're the go ahead i was gonna say they're referred to as the science ninja team yeah I mean, being a fan of Ultraman, I also used to watch on TBS uh, Spectre Man, which came on weekday afternoons. It was almost like a poor man's Ultraman. I don't so, know if I've seen that one. Spectre Man, I haven't found much on it. And I've been trying to look up more info on it. I can't. I know I watched it. I just haven't seen much. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Gotcha Man, uh, Space Battleship, Yamamoto, uh what was, what was the other one? Robotech was slowly starting to come out about that time, too, wasn't it? No, Shogun Warriors. Yeah, Robotech. Shogun Warriors was Shogun Warriors, yeah. yeah. Force 5. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember Force 5. Yeah. See, that's the, that's the anime. And see, I never realized that was anime. I was just like, oh, this is Japanese cartoons coming over to the States. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not realizing that's anime. Yeah, I know, right? That's all it was to us. That's anime. I never realized. Yep. That's anime. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. It's just like with the British, with the the whole Thunderbirds, yeah. Marinettes, and the other shows that were uh, kind of based on, around that, yes. too. See, okay. Now I said Thunderbirds. <laughs> Who was the company that was behind it? Okay, based ITV Studios. And so Thunderbirds Go was came back in 2015 and concluded February of last year. Really? No. Each season ran 26 episodes. No. How did I not... Oh, how did I not catch this? Shame on them. Oh, I didn't even know that. But the original show, um, yeah, Thunderbirds, and then the feature films, Thunderbirds Argo and Thunderbirds Thunderbirds 6. Um, Okay, that's the machines. Cool. Wikipedia, you're not helping me. 
you, you're just not helping me. Based on the, okay, Thunderbirds. Here we go. The original show ran two, ran number of series was two, number of episodes, 32 for the original, original run. That makes sense. And I th- did it spin off other shows though? Because I could have sworn I've seen other. I'm not sure. Warts based on Thunderbirds. Um, Thunderbirds are go. Thunderbirds six, which we talked about. Uh, other shows. Early eighties. Thunderbirds was remade for TV in the early eighties as Thunderbirds twenty eighty six. Apparently, this was an anime. No kid. Yeah. Thing. See what happens when we talk anime. Finally. See, I can't get into anime like Death Note. I was like, eh, eh, no, no, I just, no, I, I just can't. Anyway, yeah. so Gotcha Man, definitely. Um, I I am definitely looking at um, Ken the Eagle. Yeah. If, if I was to get they one. Are currently would, up for pre-order. I would get Ken. Now, Hasbro's been busy this week. Uh, we talked about over on Wookiee Radio. The um, the Star Wars I'm Your Father release, or I'm Your Father's Day release of figures, um, which all comes out not on Father's Day, but comes out later in the year. Um, but apparently for Ghostbusters Day, Hasbro released on Hasbro Pulse, it's a plasma series, which features the Ghostbusters, um, and they glow in the dark because they've been slimed. <laughs> Uh, so four new figures in the set. Um, it's all inspired by the original film. They could take home Peter, Ray, Egon, and Winston in this collection, all dressed in their uniforms and proton packs, complete with proton streams, and turn on the black lights or charge them up, and they will glow from the slime. Uh, each of these figures will run twenty six ninety nine each, which isn't bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. Also, too, and I want some of these so bad. Um, the big stars of Ghostbusters Afterlife are looking kind of small. And Hasbro has just unleashed the Plasma Series Mini Puffs. Figures are available in three styles with a total of six interchangeable heads for mix and match fun. And I saw a picture uh, from <laughs> our friend James, the rock father himself, who was at Walmart. And uh, one of the marshmallow companies is putting out a run of Stay Puft marshmallows. Oh yeah, and I think it's I think it's supposed to be a movie tie-in, which is great. <laughs> uh, so I do not know how much the mini puffs are going to be. Uh, mini puffs three pack twenty six ninety nine as well. I have I have a Stay Puft marshmallow man Funko Pop. He's one of the larger ones. Oh yeah. It's uh number one oh nine. There's there's it's the clean version. They make one that's charred and angry. Mm. I have the happy one. Um, but I thought about trying to get the other two because there's a glow in the dark one and there's one that is kind of pink as well. Hmm. So, but that's not all. Hasbro also kicked off Yo Joe June with new product reveals. Um, so the major announcement came with a new heavy artillery robot figure, which is now available. Um, looks a little bit closer to the original figure. Uh, comes with the big Gatlin, his big Gatlin gun and a pistol, which I like that. Mm. Uh, the other major announcement was we're getting snake eyes and timber in the alpha commandos line. Yeah. That's awesome. 
$39.99. But you're getting timber. So mm. you're paying 10 bucks for timber or 15 bucks for timber and essentially $24.99 for snake. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. Yeah. So um, two new figures are coming to special to uh, special missions, Cobra Island, Barbecue, which nice. this sculpt looks great. Yeah. And Breaker, along with the Ram Cycle. That's awesome. And I, I love how they up, updated the wheels to a wider wheel for uh, for the Ram Cycle. Uh, yeah. So, um, and then in the Transformers realm, uh, where is my write-ups for these? I don't think these are geared for adults, but they're geared more towards kids. Uh, there's an Optimus Prime and Bumblebee um, new Transformers. So if you're a collector of the two and you don't care what they look like cosmetically, then I would say, yeah, get these. This is, they're worth it. So, yeah. Um, then from McFarland Toys, Batman White Knight Bat Cycle launches. It's a seven inch White Knight. Yeah, that's cool. Batman figure from Mc, that McFarland released last year. Uh, it's not included with the bat cycle, but now we get the bat cycle that goes with it. I actually like this bike. This one's cool. Mm. Uh, in addition in the, um, there is also the DC collector green lantern, Hal Jordan versus Dawn breaker. That's in this as well, which sure. also looks great. Oh yeah. Um, and then on shopdisney.com, starting on June 12th, you can celebrate 40 years of Raiders of the Lost Ark with, um, you can buy the prop replica of the idol, the Jacobian mm -hmm. fertility idol, a.k.a. the golden idol from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, and they're like, if you're a major Indiana Jones fan, you're going to want this on display. I don't think I don't think it's going to sell out that quickly as they claim it will. Never know. Yeah, probably. yeah. But you can also order from Amazon. Best Buys will come in an exclusive Steelbook edition. Uh, you can get the Ultra HD 4K and digital box set uh, launched earlier this week of four films of Indiana Jones. Um, in addition to the HDR 10 Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos upgrades, the 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray set also includes a bonus disc with seven hours of previously released special features and a fold-out map. I have these on DVD. Yet let me get the actual Blu-rays because I don't have a 4K unit. Let me get the let me get the do the same thing to Blu-rays, and I will be all over this. With no problem, because I really don't want to go buying a 4K Blu-ray player. I have no need at the moment. <laughs> so, but if Indy's coming out, that means Star Wars isn't that far behind. Unless it's already come out and I missed it. Yeah. That would be why I would buy a 4K Blu-ray player for Star Wars. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But... Um, my, again, another story. These last few stories are also all coming from comicbook.com. My Hero Academia, uh, the new promo teases episode 100. Can you believe that? 100 episodes for that show. Oh. I may have to start getting into it to find out what, the, what it's all about. Yeah, I can believe it. Season five. I know. Whereas 
One piece, well, I'll just go ahead and jump ahead to that. Or as my daughter's friends say, the show that never ends. Uh, One Piece's War for Wano is continuing to tear apart the isolated nation. And with Luffy losing his first fight against Kato and spiraling spiraling into the sea below, um, we're starting to see um, the true strength behind Straw Hat's swordsman Zoro. Uh, Following his battle against Kato and Big Mom, Zoro received some serious injuries that have left him completely bandaged up and is protected by Sanjay. It reveals a number of his true strengths, one of which is definitely the funniest moments that have taken place so far. <laughs> so uh, the first hilarious strength that we witnessed with Zoro is the fact that Sanjay uses his injured body as a battering ram, striking down beast pirates. <laughs> I'm so glad we had these figures. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Um, so uh, and apparently there are some other, other uh, properties. I have just started... One piece. And it's going to be a real slow journey. <clears throat> it really is. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Netflix confirms Castle, Castlevania as a new series. A new Castle, Castlevania series is in the works. I remember the game. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I remember playing the game. I never realized it was a it was an anime. Well, it wasn't until just recently. Okay. So I'm not going crazy. Don't answer that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. The Netflix did a new anime, anime based on it. Cool, very cool. Well, which it's pretty good too. That's all the stories I've got. All right. Any that was final a lot of stuff? Yes, it was. Any final thoughts? <laughs> nope. Well, I thought I did, but I forgot what sure? it might be. Well, with the week we've yeah, had, I'm sure. With the week we've had. Um, we can say our minds are like this. Two, four, nine or five. True. And if that leaves you questioning things, hopefully this is one of the questions. Want to know more? So, um... The bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Some people say I look like Dan Aykroyd.